The Medical College of Wisconsin Office of Student Health and Wellness presents Well, 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 where each episode a very special guest and I discuss what it means to be well in the world of health science education. everyone welcome to this episode of well 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 very excited for our next episode and that this one goes out to the series and this one goes out to the m1s our guest this week is katherine scantling katherine is from akron ohio and is one of six children she received her undergraduate degree from the ohio state university and just finished her first year of medical school here at mcw She's proud of, proud of her poetry publication in Oscult, which is MCW's literary and arts journal. In addition to medicine, she hopes to pursue a career in writing. Her personal experiences have led her to a passion for storytelling and emotional health. She enjoys reading, listening to podcasts, being creative through her art, going on adventures, and growing in her Christian faith. She has a dream to have her own podcast one day. She's also a proud plant mama. I hope that you all enjoy this episode. Be well. Thanks for being here, Catherine. I appreciate you so much coming on to Well, Well, Well to talk about your M1 experience. We always get started with the same icebreaker. What's one way that you've been promoting your wellness or taking care of yourself recently? Yeah. Hi, Carrie. I have recently started um, drawing and painting again, and it's something that I've really enjoyed just doing since I was young, but especially over this past year, my practice has kind of ebbed and flowed just because of being in medical school. Um, so it's something I, once I finished just this first M1 year, I've sat down much more often to just to draw and paint. And one of the, one of my favorite things I love to draw is portraits. And then I really like to use acrylic paints. So that's been something that I've really been enjoying and taking the time to do because I can kind of just get into just a flow, really enjoyable kind of flow state when I do it. Wow, that is very cool. I love that. And I was going to ask, yeah, like what you typically draw or paint. And you mentioned drawing portraits, then what do you typically paint? Like, is it sceneries or? Yes, well, usually, so I like drawing portraits and then also painting as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll draw it first and then I'll paint over it. And then sometimes I'll just draw and are they, I, I don't know the, the art terminology, but <laughs> do you tend to draw portraits that are very natural looking or are they more abstract or what's your style? Yeah, I would say more nat. I would, yeah, I would say more natural looking. Um, I tend to, honestly, I tend to look up photos of celebrities. Like I, Alicia Keys is, is someone who I've drawn and painted a lot, um, even just, I love drawing different hairstyles as well. Like I love working with hair, which is kind of an interesting thing, but I just love the vibrancy, especially of, of her hair and just the different styles that she has. That's very cool. And I'm so glad that you're making time for it. I mean, it sounds like something you get excited about and it's so unique and unique to you. And I think what an amazing way to find a way to express yourself you know, when you're going through kind of a rigorous <laughs> education journey, right? You know, like to yeah. be creative and express yourself. So cool. So Catherine is here to so graciously share with us what M1 year was all about from her perspective, um, from surprises to wins to the struggles. So we'll dive right in. Catherine, what surprised you the most about the M1 year? Yeah, I would probably have to say that the support 
in community here at MCW, it was kind of interesting reflecting that it was something that I noticed when I came for my interview day back in the spring of April of last year, that there was just this overwhelming sense of just togetherness that I felt. And I feel like just coming to MCW and throughout this past year is something I very tangibly felt. Just the willingness of professors and teachers and even classmates to collaborate and actually to work together. Um, I didn't really know what I was expecting, but it was just something that really, yeah, it was a really genuine surprise for me. Um, and even just with the professors, when they say, email us whenever, they really mean it and they will get back to you. And so just the care that they have for each of us um, as students, I, like I said, was very just noticeable and it really made yeah, it really made my um, M1 year. Wow. I, lo- I mean, I obviously love to hear that. <laughs> you, did, you did, though, start at a time. I mean, I guess during this past year, some things have eased up as far as COVID restrictions, but it was still a challenging time, right, when you started your meta journey. So I guess what did that, like, togetherness and community feeling look like, even though there were still some restrictions in place and the new normal was existent? Yeah, I think, I just think initially just a lot of communication from the staff and community, just specifically at MCW, but also just my class actually created a Discord, which I didn't know what that was prior to coming into medical school, but it's an app that we used and people would post questions on there and support um, and encouragement and kind of just updates about what was going on. So I found it could be overwhelming at times, but I just found for the most part, on there, there was a lot of support and encouragement. Um, And every time I interacted with classmates, it was definitely strange to be doing a lot of class and even exams from like my apartment, but there was kind of the togetherness and that, oh, other people are also doing exams from their apartment. We were just, we were in the same boat, kind of having this strange first year of medical school experience. Right. It's, been truly amazing how people everywhere and communities everywhere have adapted um, <clears throat> and made things work with even with all these restrictions. It's really remarkable. So very cool. Is there anything that you wish you would have known ahead of M1 year? Looking back now. I think, yeah, putting more emphasis on taking the advice of the upperclassmen <laughs> Um and just kind of the wisdom that they have um, of already having walked through what we've walked through, especially the M2s and a little bit of the M3s just being in this COVID era, because it is very, it was a very different year for us versus years prior um, to how to do school, how to manage your time, because that was one of the biggest things for me and is also what I wish I would have known is that balance is really important. And I heard a lot of it. It's like, don't lose your passions. Don't lose what you're interested in. Um, But so easily, I found for myself that I could just swing to the extreme, especially when exams came around. Um, So really taking to heart some of the advice that I got at the beginning, which of course were bombarded, like orientation week. And then the first couple of weeks of school is you're just trying to figure everything out. Um, But really to put, yeah, to put some priority on the experiences that people have had that have gone before you. And that's something that I didn't necessarily do, but almost wish I would have known to do prior to coming into M1 year because it would have 
eased a lot of, I think, stress and anxiety. Right. It makes me just your, your point on, you know, that balance is important and you hear it, but it functionally becomes really difficult to manage. And it makes me think of some previous conversations that we've had on the podcast too about intentionality and how many learners coming in aren't used to having to be so intentional about making fun or making time for the drawing and painting, right? And the, the, all those other parts of you. Um, and because I think medical school is so rigorous, it's like, or, or pharmacy school and graduate school, um, <clears throat> it's having to use an amount of intentionality that you're not really used to, you know? And so I think many people kind of ebb and flow with that balance. Like, okay, now I need to bring, bring some more um, self-care in. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it does just with the balance. That's just, I feel like it's such a word we hear all the time, but it, it even looked differently week to week. Like so even like if an exam week was coming up, then maybe it wouldn't be the best time to sit down and spend like two or three hours painting. Um, right. But if I just finished exams and I had the weekend off, then it may be, that may be a good time to do that. So I think it's not just a one time, okay, I found balance and now I'm good, which is also how I kind of work is like, oh, I found something that works, but even just the nature of how medical school is and how classes are. And there are lots of things, I mean, just life just shifts and ebbs and flows. And so balance looks different at different periods of time. Yes. I love that point. So important. I think people can be really hard on themselves too, on the other side of that coin, right? Like, oh, I know I'm not doing enough to take care of myself or I'm not getting enough sleep or, but yeah, understanding that it all ebbs and flows and that that's, you know, where you kind of are riding that wave, you know, and it's, it will look different, as you said, from week to week and practicing some self-compassion. It's okay. Mm. Um, and balance certainly changes. Yes. Yeah. And just the idea too, of I'm doing, I'm just doing the best that I can Mm -hmm. and, and really internalizing that and that everyone else is also just doing the best that they can with what they know at that period in time until you, until you know better, until you do better. So there's that, I love the self-compassion piece because it's definitely something that um, also, I guess I would have realized just the importance of that, of learning what that looks like. Right. What would you say was your biggest win of M1 year? Yeah, I think it would be learning how to advocate for myself Um, just this past year and kind of for what I need. It's not really something that I knew how to do or really that I realized I was taught how to do. Um, and for me, that looked like reaching out to the academic, um, one of the academic counselors and asking for guidance on how to get tutoring. And then just for various support that I needed over the couple months, especially those first couple months of school as I was just navigating things for the first time. And I definitely felt the pressure to figure it out all on my own. Cause I was in many ways, I was looking outward and I'm like, oh, all these other people seem to know what's going on and I don't. And so my tendency was to kind of try to figure it out. But I realized I don't, yeah, I don't have to do that. I can learn to say, okay, I'm struggling with X, Y, or Z. And then to go and just ask someone. Um, yeah, so I would say that's my biggest win to learn to start how to add, to learn how to advocate for myself. Well, <clears throat> and I love that point about advocating yourself through connecting with others. You know, because again, I think someone could hear advocating for myself and seeing that as like a really independent skill, like you were saying, like figuring it out, right? Pulling yourself up from the bootstraps kind of mentality. But 
I love that message of what it meant to you was finding those those connections, those people who knew, those people who could ha- assist you in, you know, finding the answers. So powerful. Mm-hmm. And it kind of admitting to myself that I almost like that I needed, yeah, that I needed help where I didn't really know what was going on. Right. Yeah. And then on the, on the flip side of that coin, what would you say was the biggest challenge or your biggest struggle during M1 year? Yeah, I would say that learning how to do kind of high intensity school, uh, while managing life and specifically for me is kind of managing my mental health and just well-being that I heard someone say it as kind of going into graduate school or medical school, you're kind of going into this pressure cooker and that whatever was kind of underlying essentially just being like pressed on. And I don't know that that just visual was really applicable for me in the fall, just kind of some things that were under like under the surface that kind of just got like pressed on just because of the nature of li- of moving to a new place, meeting all new people, starting this totally new life experience. Um, and yeah, I was able to see pretty clearly just some of the ways that I previously had been coping with stress and with life were not working for me. Um, so number one, it was hard for me to kind of admit that to myself. And then a similar thing just with the win is learning how to ask other people, okay, well, how, how do you do this? How do you take care of yourself? How do you deal with stress? Um, and in that way too, it did lead to a lot of connection. Um, but not initially, I was definitely really tentative and that was kind of the struggle of like, okay, how do I do this? How do I navigate this? Um, and then it, it did end up leading to the realization that, oh, I'm, I'm not the only one struggling in the way that I'm struggling. And that just not feeling alone too, uh, was really the beauty of opening myself up in the midst of the, in the midst of the struggle. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It makes me think of like the power of vulnerability, right? Like that, that connecting with others or asking people how they might've navigated a certain challenge is definitely opening yourself up in that vulnerable way. And we just know how powerful it is. And just the ways that you mentioned, you know, like being able to connect with others and feel that common humanity and really recognize that you're not alone, right? In these in these struggles. And it's just huge. And then, you know, the likely the likelihood greater of getting your needs met, right? Like getting mm-hmm. the questions answered and figuring out how to navigate challenges. I mean, yeah, it's awesome. Looking back now with your 2020 hindsight, right, getting ready to start your M2 year, is there anything you would have done differently? Yeah, there were kind of two things that stuck out to me is definitely taking advantage of just the resources that are offered. Um, We kind of got bombarded (laughs) with information (laughs) Um, during orientation week, and it's it's so easy to just kind of obviously to not retain all of it and to forget about it. Um, but really to, for me, it was kind of to remember that, oh yeah, there are all of these things that we have access to. And one of them that I actually just remembered, it was in the winter time, but that we get a free membership to the urban ecology center. And so this, in the summertime, I plan to go like kayaking and, um, possibly paddleboarding with some friends and just that there's that accessibility to things that, I don't know. I just didn't really put that much emphasis on it. And in a lot of ways I forgot about. So kind of just to take note that there are so many resources at our disposal, both academically, 
um, for our well-being and then even just for, for extracurriculars. And then another thing was to ask lots of questions, um, just to be curious, to kind of come in with a curiosity mindset of just, I have no, and just, yeah, the humility of I don't know really what I'm doing. I'm entering into this unknown. And um, I definitely found that I was hesitant to ask questions and yet to embrace that sense of curiosity. And a lot of it was, I'm able to see in retrospect was, fear-based of like, oh my gosh, what, what are people going to think um, if I don't know the answer to this? But I've slowly begun to internalize it. Usually if I have a question, I like to think that if I have a question that somebody else probably also has a similar question to me. 100%. And I'm sure that that was supported by like how you were saying how you started connecting with others more and maybe being more vulnerable, you know, like your confidence in asking those questions now have been, has been bolstered, right? By like, mm-hmm your ability to look around and see like, yeah, other people have questions, you know, (laughs) other people are struggling or other people are running into these, these same challenges. And yeah, I mean, it's just huge. Mm -hmm. What would, on a more lighthearted note, what would you say was your most fun or your best memory from this past academic year? And it it doesn't have to be school related, just over the last year, what's been your best memory? Mm, So it, it ends up kind of being school related. Um, but I joined an organization here at MCW called MedMoth. Um, it's a slight, yes. plug, slight plug for current or future MCW students. Um, it started a few years ago, and it's largely based on NPR's podcast called The Moth, which is a storytelling podcast. And I really, I love, I've always loved stories. Um, and so we had a big storytelling event in the March of this year. And it was probably my favorite memory. Um, I got to tell a story at the event. I told a story about my uncle's acceptance into medical school. And then I was among 11 other students, faculty, residents, and physicians who told stories of their own. Um, And so this, yeah, I just had such a wonderful time preparing for the event. And then just sitting, I was definitely really nervous to share my own story, but I was able to also just have fun and enjoy it and get up in front of a group of people and um, just kind of share from my heart. And I feel like all the other people that shared definitely did that as well. And I loved it too, because there was such a variety of the types of stories that people told and then how they told them. Um, And that's what I think is so just unique. I think that, yeah, each of us has a story and then multiple stories that kind of make up who we are. So to find out that something like that exists here at MCW was amazing. And then to be able to get so involved with, involved in it um, was also really great. That is so cool. I, I love the plug for MedMoth. Um, I think it's great. So to all the listeners, yes, check it out. Get involved if you can. I haven't had the opportunity to attend um, any of the events yet, but I actually just had a podcast conversation with one of the creators of MedMoth, Scott <laughs> Lamb, who just, you know, graduated from start his residency. So I know that was a huge passion project of his and everyone who got involved with it are, were very passionate about it. And I'm sure that the events just like reflect that, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, very cool. Yeah. He, Scott is really wonderful. <laughs> yes. Yes. He is awesome. MCW will miss him, but he's off to do, you know, really cool things. Mm -hmm. If you could 
Catherine, send a message to those incoming M1s. What would it be? Yeah, I think it would be just to make this journey your own. Um, That was something, yeah, again, coming into first year, you don't really know what to expect. Um, And for me, it was definitely easy to compare myself to other people and what they were doing. Um, But I do have the firm belief that, yeah, we're all unique people and we're all brought to medical school for a unique reason and because we're, we are that we are unique people and that there's also the beauty in that we're on this journey together really just to get to know each other and to support each other in the best way possible um and so yeah just to to make this journey your own to embrace really what you love to do and especially at here at mcw there are so many opportunities to get involved in things that you are really passionate about or care about And yeah, I also would want to say and yeah, kind of advocate for you to get involved in things that, that are for, that are in a way for you that kind of bring you alive in the midst of studying lots of hours of studying, whether that's like volunteering or going out into the community and joining like a writing group or if that's running, like whatever it may be, um, yeah, to just embrace those things that make you, you. Right. I love that message so much. And I was thinking a point you made earlier, it was just making me think that, you know, you all are really bringing your whole selves into medical school, right? You can't really avoid that. Like you're bringing your whole self, um, your background, all those narratives like you were talking about, right? Those stories that you have to tell. And so I think it's so neat to think about the ways in which you can embrace that or like weave that in, you know, that you, you know, you can't just shut off part of yourself Mm -hmm. and be like a med school robot, right? Like you're the whole thing, you're the whole package. And so, yeah, it was making me think about that. Just how can you weave that in and embrace such an amazing job of that, you know, like finding things that MCW has to offer that really nurture all those parts of you. Very Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. So if students are so inspired by this conversation, they want to connect with you, Catherine, where can they find you or how can they reach you? Yeah, they can reach me at just my MCW email address, which is K and then Scantling. This is my last name and then at MCW.edu. And I will put that in the show notes for everyone as well. So thank you so much, Catherine. Again, I know I'm a broken record, but I really do appreciate you being here and taking the time to reflect on M1 year and then share it in this public forum. (laughs) Um, It's really, really appreciated, as we were saying, from the struggles to the wins. Um, I'm hoping that it can serve as some guidance for those incoming students. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me, Carrie. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Well, Well, Well. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you have any thoughts or ideas for the podcast, or you might feel passionate about a wellness topic you'd love to chat about as a very special guest, never hesitate to reach out to me on my MCW email. I leave it in the show notes. And we want this podcast to really be meaningful and valuable to you, our listeners. Thanks, everyone, and be well.